Hello and welcome to NSFW, the Nerdiverse Swag Forum Weekly. We are your co-hosts. I am Stephen Whiteman. And I'm Melvin Tellers. And we're going to discuss basically whatever we feel like. Um, we're we're going to get nerdy and flirty and dirty with people. Uh, we're going to have not just each other, which we will at times, because I kind of have a little bit of a man crush on this guy. Um, That's fair. I have, I have no problem admitting about my men crushes, like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, for example, or Nils Lofgren. Nils Lofgren's the, the, the real deal, and we'll get into that throughout the series, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, welcome. This welcome is the board. Season one, episode one. Yes, it is. And uh, we, are your, we are your pilots <clears throat> now bitches and we're gonna fly you somewhere sweet yeah we're gonna take you on an adventure so uh you know it's it's summer starting to wind down a little bit we're getting into august yeah that means it's fantasy football time it's, yeah we're, we're getting into football season and you're like wait a minute whoa <clears throat> nerd podcast what what the hell does this have to do with fantasy football well the exactly. first word is fantasy mm-hmm. for, for starters yeah. like it's it's literally Dungeons and Dragons for nerds where you can happen to gamble on it. So yeah. also like any responsible adult is looking for a great reason to drink with your friends. Um, I actually just had a, uh, a, you know, a fantasy football draft this past Sunday yeah. with a bunch of former coworkers. Mm-hmm. What's, what's up crew? You know who you are. I'm not going to name drop. Um, but awesome party every year it's a great party yeah this this guy i'm gonna call him i'm gonna call him b right so b is uh, he, uh the most gracious host always yeah. has dope food it's always either in his like crazy man cave situation like i've never seen a more sports out thing in my yeah. life and i've been to several stadiums well paint me a word picture so like autographed jerseys on the wall the walls are painted the the four for four team colors okay um you know pendants like the triangular pendants are on there um it's it's like a house of worship it's like a little miniature temple to sports yeah it's like you can tell this dude is a nerd for sports like like you can ask this guy like hey um in in 19 uh you know 90 reggie white and all all that stuff he'll he'll like just he'll just be like it wasn't 1990 like he'll just go through everything and know all the stats and just like it's like dude you're a nerd just face it that's what I've always said about about sports stats. You know, I'll I'll meet these people who they they know their sports stats through and through. They could quote to you all this different stuff and then they tell you, "Oh, well, but I can't I can't, you know, pass a test and I can't study." It's like, "No, you just don't care that much about these other things," which is fine. Yeah. But don't go around calling yourself like don't don't spend time calling yourself dumber than you actually are give yourself credit for for what you are and what you can do as long as you apply yourself and you care about it and i feel that i've i've helped some people who wouldn't consider themselves traditional nerds to really come around and understand what they're capable of yeah and and especially because like nerding out is like a verb right so in today's lexicon like nerding out is one of the most fun joyful experiences you could have right. and nerding out over something you're passionate about is dope like i don't know have you ever seen somebody nerd out about something that you had zero idea even existed mm-hmm. and you just saw the freaking glee on their face right like there's there's nothing better than that so like that's a bunch of dudes 
at a fantasy football draft. Like, you wear jerseys, you wear team shirts, like, you each have team names, there's a commissioner. It's Dungeons and Dragons for, for, for sports okay. people. It's, fo- it's football guy, Dungeons and Dragons. And there's always, like, a community of people that are talking about who you should draft first overall in the first right, round. Right. There's great value. For- I'm, I'm, you, can, you can hear our, um, our sponsor up there, <laughs> uh, one of our sponsors. That's uh, the Rover Trove office. They're, they're not quiet, but they're, yeah. it's a good company. Check it out, rovertrove.com. Yeah. Um, now, I've never participated in a fantasy draft or anything like that. So, so walk me through the process. What's that look like? Like, how, how, do, how do you even choose a roster, right? How do you decide who you're going to pick next? All right. So if you're at all familiar with nerd stuff and sports, um, the analogy I always come up with is football, especially on the offensive side of the ball, is very much like chess. And each of your positions is like a chess piece and has specific things that is expected of them. That's a different specialty, right? Okay. Um, so, like, how you want to, if you know the positions, then I'm just going to run through them. And if, yeah. if you have any questions, just stop me. Um, and if you don't know, just fucking Google it, okay? <laughs> We're nerds. We Google stuff. Yeah. And then we get right with God about it. And by God, I mean Google. Um, so. Duh. Duh. Um, best way to stop a fight, by the way. Um, so your strategy generally is you want to go running back heavy because of the way the point system works. It's like your running backs are going to touch the ball a certain percentage of plays. Okay. And usually run plays to pass plays is like a good splits like 50-50 <clears throat> is a well-balanced team, right? Okay. Like if you're passing 60% of the time, you're pass heavy. You're a West Coast offense. If you're um, if you're running sixty percent of the time, you're the Washington Redskins with RG three, and you've got no actual fucking skills. You just jam shit up the middle, and you know law of averages plays on your side. It takes no skill. Nobody appreciates that kind of team. That's why RG three gets cut. Um, he's not good. He was never good. Um, okay. So you know th- you want to go running backs. They touch the ball the most percentage of time. And then usually your big plays, like your your high-risk, high-reward players, they might make like 100 yards and two touchdowns as your wide receivers. Right. Uh, or they might just like go up against a defense where it's like, there's no way that this receiver is catching shit against these people. Right. So you want to get the backup receiver because all the attention is on the primary receiver. It's, a, it's all a very weird strategy there, okay. but it's usually like running back, wide receiver, quarterback. You want to grab a tight end, right? Um you know, most leagues will be like, you get two running backs or you get two wide receivers or three wide receivers or in a flex spot, which could be any skilled player besides a quarterback. Okay. Um, and then you pick up a defense slash special teams so that if you ever get like a pick six, things like that, you can get positive points. The shitty thing about a defense is if they get fucking the train run on them and they get skull fucked in front of everybody, then you lose points. So sometimes if you know your defense is going to get skull fucked that week, but yeah. you don't want to drop them, Okay. What you do is you just don't start a defense, so you don't take okay. a negative hit on your points. Interesting. There's there's all sorts of like nerdy strategies to it. It's really fucking cool. okay. And you you draft a whole defense, right? You just draft it, an yeah, entire team's it's one defense. Position. It's, okay. Yeah, defense right. and special teams is one position, so that, that way you know those two phases of the game are at least acknowledged in the fantasy realm as like a force of nature. Okay. Interesting. Otherwise, otherwise they're pretty shit on. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it would get a little bit too complicated trying to play all of that. You know, it's supposed to be fun, right? It's supposed to be something you can do on the hours off 
yeah, between, and it's between work. Yeah, super invested. You know, yeah. you know, there's people that read, there's, there's several magazines, there's websites, there's people whose jobs it is to do mock drafts, like fake ones, like simulations. They do test data. Like yeah. they, they run simulations and just come up with test data. Interesting. And that's how people, like people will get a list from like ESPN or fucking right. NFL.com and just download it, put it in a spreadsheet, print it out and be like, these are your top, these are your ranked people by skills and how many points they're expected to make throughout the season, barring any injuries. Yeah. You know, last year I got totally fucked because I yeah. had David Johnson, who was the number one overall Ooh. projected pick okay break his fucking wrist in in his second or third play or some shit like that he got me like 15 points on the season he was supposed to get me like 2400 oh my gosh yeah and that that was the max so what 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 do you do in that scenario then you fucking lose or you try to make deals uh but in that scenario you fucking lose like right because you can't trade him away because you're not worth anything right and when you draft it's a snake draft so like you know i had the second overall pick and you know, it comes back around to me. So like there had already been like fucking 11 other people taken. And then I get the top 13th guy as my number one guy in the league. You know what I mean? Where yeah. I thought I, I was going into the season, like you're the number two guys, my motherfucking guy. You know? Yeah. So like there's a lot of heartbreak in it, especially if yeah. you gamble on it, mm. which if it's not legal gambling, I can't wholeheartedly recommend going against well, what well, the government course. would say. Uh, of course. Why our, our overlords are far too wise for yeah, us to go against we, them. We must please them. Of course. Of course. They're one of the gods yeah. we must worship. Uh, absolutely. They're, in, yeah, United it's States It's literally compulsory. Yeah. I mean, you know, they didn't, they didn't invent <clears throat> art in Washington, D.C. for no reason. You know? I know, exactly. Where would we be? Anyway, before we go too far down that rabbit hole, um, <laughs> that's for another episode. Um, Okay, so who did you end up drafting for your for your first overall pick for this year? Hey, I'm gonna pull it up right now. I'll read off to my. I, I was the fourth slot, so okay. like, what? How we do it is there's you know, um, B will set it up because he's our commissioner. Mm. So he's your, he's your game master, your GM, or your DM if you're doing D and D. Yeah, dungeon master. Yeah, I suppose. I right? always played as a game master. So yeah, yeah. That's a shame. You're a fucking character. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I played as an NPC, but I never played as a dungeon master. I always called it a GM, not a DM. Dude, I... Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, just linguistically. Now, I never played uh, I only know Dungeons that and Dragons. Games. Okay. Yeah, I, only, I, I, I always played tabletop, but I never played um, Dungeons and Dragons, per se. But, you know, when okay. people ask me what I was doing, I just said Dungeons and Dragons because it was easier than saying tabletop because then... What's it? It's, it's Dungeons yeah. and Dragons, but less nerdy. Yeah, okay, here's, sure. Here's here's how the conversation goes. <laughs> oh, I'm going to play some... Uh, or I'm going to play a tabletop game. What's that? <sighs> Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, dude, I, I committed a sin. Uh-oh, what'd you do? All right, so here's here's something that happens. Here's something that I clinched my asshole for when I heard about fantasy football and trying I to pass a polygraph play. huh what well, yep yep so I'm trying to pass a polygraph so I'm clinching my butthole as tight as it could go like you could chop a fucking steel ru- like a railroad spike with my fucking sphincter right now and I'm an Eagles fan world of fucking champions my first pick was Ezekiel Elliott okay he's he's the Cowboys that's, cool. that's our uh, yeah number one most Shit yep. on, okay. Persona, but I'm, I'm, but you look. I'm not saying that wearing a belly drafting, shirt is lame. I'm not saying that buying a, a water gun that looks like a penis and shooting your quarterback and having a, your quarterback shoot you with a water gun that looks like a penis. You know, it's 2018. I think that that's cool. I just don't know if it's a football guy move. 
Yeah. And I don't know if it's a nerd guy move. I no, just think no, it's the Cowboys like, is their guy still Dak. I don't think it's anywhere in the Venn diagram of fantasy football <clears throat> or football where it fits. I think oh, it's outside yeah. of that Venn diagram. That Venn diagram meme is really taking off now. And uh, yeah, I, I, I got you there. It's, yeah. it's one of those bubbles that just has no intersections. Um, okay, but when you're drafting for your team, you're not paying attention to you know, your, your loyalties outside of the fantasy. That's why it's fantasy. But except that I did in later rounds and I totally got two Eagles. So, all right. Who'd you get? I got a uh, Corey Clement. What's up? Jersey boy, fellow Jersey boy. We love you on the show. Please come be a guest on our podcast. I'd fucking love to talk to you about shit. Oh yeah. Um, Jersey strong and, uh, Nelson Aguilar, uh, saw your first touchdown in the corner of the one Oh eight section from Carson during the Browns game that I took my mom to that game and we yeah. saw, yeah, it was. And, and from that moment I was like, yo, Nelson, I know your head wasn't right for a few, for a little bit there, but I, I see your skills. I yeah. like you. So yeah, I have a couple of friends who are really close or follow the Eagles really closely and they were, they were shitting all over Aguilar for like two or three years. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I, it was, it was a really easy target. Like, I mean, you he know, was getting, no, like, he was getting like lousy drops, right? Well, he had a serious confidence issue. Like, mm. has, like clearly has all the fucking skills in the world. Mm. Uh, but the, the thing was, you know, he, he, um, was left in the wake of like Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin, who were just two of the most consistent duo right wide receiver threats we ever yeah. had and he was working with like fucking riley cooper like who the fuck is riley cooper even you know yeah. what i mean like do you does anybody listening to this yeah. podcast know who that is no like he was yeah. he was a piece of trash that said and, and he was one of those guys that said the n-word at, at a concert he was one of those he was a piece of trash okay um so glad he's gone Also brought to you by uh, Robotrove.com. Do, <laughs> do you need pet supplies? Do you need supplies for you for pets? <clears throat> yeah, go to Robotrove.com. There's cute dogs on there. Our dogs got jobs. They're in the office upstairs working. You know, they're, they're having a Bork meeting. It's it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a very important Bork meeting. Like picking out a new, you know, prints for for the upcoming for, newsletter. Yeah. I, I, one thing I don't like about their culture, though, I got to slander our sister show here, but... You know, they they keep using this term "bitches," and I don't feel like they 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 only use it towards the girl dogs. And I don't think that's fair. Yeah, it's a little sexist, if you ask me. Yeah, I don't like it. Hmm. Misogynistic. Yeah, we need some we need some bitches up in here. I, I mean, female yeah, dogs. Yeah, God, see, yeah, God damn it, this is why I don't like their culture. Yeah. We need to we need to move our office. Rise above, man. Yeah, yeah. rise above. Oh my God, I'm so susceptible <clears throat> to outside pressures. <laughs> So, so as far as the, you know, uh, fantasy football things, like how do you, how, like you heard me talk about fantasy football now, like what, what's, what's the tabletop side of it? Because I have dice, but I've never played because I got dice from you and you're supposed to play with a a friend Mm -hmm. and, uh, not gonna lie, kind of fucked us over. If you don't like me saying that on this podcast, then fucking text me and I will bitch (laughs) you out there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so with with tabletop again it's a whole lot of stats you know um you have your standard classes okay and and races so it you, sounds you like along. you're starting up a video game like exactly okay yeah every look every rpg video game you've ever played if you ever played skyrim or fallout or uh i don't know dragon age or so any of these other things where you build a character at the beginning you set your stats and then you go yeah 
all of those were based on Dungeons this, and Dragons that, that and, and tabletop. That's the same framework. It's the exact same framework. They just okay. computerized it and added some extra things that you roll on. Real quick, knock knock. Who's there? Disrespect. Disrespect who? Disrespecting the shit out of our fans. I just opened a beer in your ear, motherfuckers. How you like that? Yeah, that's disrespectful as shit. But you know what? I listen to a podcast called Chris D'Elia's Congratulations. He's a fucking genius. Okay. Uh, and you know, every once in a while, he'll order food and mm-hmm. like during his podcast, and he'll be like. Yeah, I'm disrespecting my babies. And, you know, sometimes being disrespectful is the most respectful thing you can do because it means you're being yourself. And being yourself around somebody means you're comfortable. Being comfortable means you love them. You might have sex with them. You know what I mean? And he talked about it on his uh, podcast this week. Dude, he's so fucking funny. Yeah. If you're not, that's definitely can recommend it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shout out to that guy. I need to toss that in the queue. Great, great shit. His podcast is better than the stand-ups, in my opinion. Mm. Definitely different fucking weird <laughs> and sometimes i'm just like oh make it stop but at the same time yeah. i'm you know fucking free basing it or you know mainline in it so oh well, i got you there yeah so so yeah you go through your your basic character building um depending on the particular rules that you're playing you might um pick your stats or you might have to roll for your stats okay Is, um, who's that decided by a uh, uh, game master uh, usually it, it depends on what version of the game you're playing. Okay. So in so each of these games have their own set rules. Yeah. <clears throat> right. They, have you ever right. Been part so of in the, the game in where the one that like... we we set up for, what was that? That was set in like country western steampunk style. Yeah, steampunk yeah. style like 1800s. Yeah. Spiritual so that world one, meets that, steampunk. Yeah. Kind so of that thing. one they just gave you a pool of points and you could you you could distribute those however you wanted. You just had to spend them in the various categories. Um. I know. Yeah, but your class gave you attributes. I, I actually yeah. did a character. Yeah, you get build. some. Actually, you get I some did additional. two character builds for that. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did like a mad scientist build, and then yes. yeah, that w- that one would have been fun. Yeah. Um, primarily, I played. When I did play, I played as a, as a a warrior or a, a soldier. Okay. Um, which is a really good entry level, uh, character to play because. They're just their their combats tend to be very simple. They They're tend like to be super very straightforward. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> he's like your Mario uh, in like Mario Kart, your most well balanced kind of guy, yeah. kind of situation. And and just tends to be very simple role play as as opposed to say like a wizard or a sorcerer, where you'll have to do multi turn setups and perform actions in order while making sure that you don't get hit by an enemy in order to execute a hit. Now, once you do that, you can deal out some serious damage. But um, when you're playing more as like a warrior character or a soldier character... You could you, do like quick you, attacks. You do quick like attacks, you go right in. And then you've got your mid-level stuff. You've got like... Um, you've got bards and priests who tend to do... Or sorry, clerics who tend to do like low-level quick casts or can do some interesting moves they'll do they'll be able to do like terrain moves so you're so let's let me just put some comparisons <clears throat> here so in the tabletop world right your wizards are going to be your wide receivers right because it takes a while for that play to line up mm-hmm. they have to do a bunch of things like they can't get blocked at the line they have to fucking run downfield they gotta run on their route right they gotta anticipate the timing of the arc of the throw like mm-hmm. they did in practice yeah but that that fucking play pays off a shit ton because you get more points for it in both football as well as yeah the tabletop right right the mm-hmm. better better ramifications there yeah um, 
So, boom, just connected those two. Yeah. Um, you said the quick, you, you know, who's who's your quickest hitter? Like an assassin, usually, class? Is that a class in um, most of them? If, you, if you're going to be an assassin, you'd probably be a rogue. Okay. Uh, rogues tend to have um, more covert and clandestine skill sets. They can usually, like, lock... Speed and stealth and shit? Yeah, they can usually lockpick um, and sneak and, like, get you past traps and disarm and stuff like that. So, like, if you're going into a dungeon and your your GM has set up a whole bunch of barriers for you to get through, you've got to, you know, disarm them, and they'll set up this trap, and, you know, you have to be a certain skill level in order to deactivate it, and then you have to roll to deactivate. So... You know, it's, it's it's quite a bit luck, quite a bit <clears throat> skill that you built up. It's that combination between the two, and as you level up, you'll you'll get better rolls. So oh my god, like, it sounds like fucking football. It's exactly like I mean, it's statistics all the way through. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you'll 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 roll on whether or not you get a hit, and that's usually a d twenty. Yeah, twenty sided die. Um, you can usually twenty is your critical hit, right? Right. Okay, right. I see. I know some shit. Yeah, usually twenty is a critical hit. You might have a multiplier on your class or your race. Or you might have like a magical item or that a weapon. extends it. Uh, yeah. So if you go like, like daddy long dick weapon. Right. You might, or I, I saw a character build once that if they scored a hit, every time they scored a hit, their critical range expanded okay. until they missed. So you could easily get down to like, you know, anything above a 14 would be a critical hit for them and stuff like that. And okay, it, cool. it, it powered them up a lot, but every time that they missed, you were just like, fuck, no! Yeah, yeah. dire. Yeah. This person okay. also had a special skill that let them re-roll. So if they if they missed, they, they were really able to leverage those two features of their character okay. to just deal out damage, like nobody's fucking business. So I once saw a special ability where um, Brian Dawkins fucking German suplexed somebody to tackle them in real life. Okay. That's... That's the kind of fucking critical hit I'm looking for, dude. So yeah, but, docs. you know, sometimes safeties will put their heads down and completely whiff because they're just fucking strong and beefy and they get fucking hurtled because there's some agile young dude that came into the league six years after them. And that makes a huge difference when you're fucking smashing your body at like three G's per hit. And three yeah. G's, that sounds light. Yeah, three, three, three G's per hit. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's like getting hit by a car every time you get tackled. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's fucking a lot of a lot of force. Now where do you where do you land on that? Cuz I've heard both arguments as far as the the brutality of the sport and the number of concussions that everybody's getting. Like what It's our fucking gladiator sport people. Get the fuck real. Do you know what they advertised when this sport started? They advertised to get people on the team, hey, show up you could punch that guy in that neighborhood in the fucking mouth like that's like that was their pitch that sounds like america it's america's game and they're they're turning it like dude america was just like if you had a problem you'd settle it up you know you'd wrench up your fucking sleeves and go down to your neighbor's yard because you didn't like that he kicked your kid's bike and dented it and you'd go down there and you'd punch that guy in the fucking mouth and then he'd punch you in the fucking mouth and then you'd keep that up until one of you got cigars and whiskey out and then you'd fucking talk about it and then you'd get fucking drunk and complain about your wives. Like, can we get back to to America? No, let's not do that. America sucked back then. America. America's finally calling itself out for being a piece of shit, so. Oh, as compared to everywhere else? 
well, no, here is still the best. But like, I think we were disillusioned for a while that being the best doesn't make you just the tallest midget right now. Uh-huh. You know, we're just the biggest. We're you know the shiniest piece of shit. No, right, that's fair. Well, little people, I'm right. sorry. I apologize. <laughs> that was that was very fucking rude. <laughs> that's heckin' ridiculous. Why'd you bleep out heck? Because it's a fucking bad word. That's why. Whoa, motherfucker! Language. <laughs> I know, right? God damn! There's children upstairs. No, there aren't. Yeah, you're right. They're both grown dogs. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I kind of stand there along with you. Like, it's a physical sport and it's physically demanding. And Yeah, like, know what you're getting yourself into. Like, yes, please <clears throat> keep continuing to study it and enlighten people about it. But, like, don't don't be surprised that when people that run each, into each other with a fucking car crash worth of force that they're getting hurt like no shit dude like that's the fucking point they used to advertise hurt each other yeah there was a game called the body bag game yeah i seem to recall i I seem to recall when they first started monday night football like one of the things that they advertised was that they they had rigged up the sound in a way that you could really hear the bones crunch. You yeah, know? they find that's that's actually how boom mics were like born. Like yeah. the NFL research fucking funded the proper con- current configuration for boom mics to really just pick up the sound on way from out far there. away. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That was that was all tech for the NFL. That and the CIA. Well, well, <laughs> we're not gonna go there because don't search my. Never mind. Uh, internet history. Oh, don't worry. They already have. Yeah, I know. Whatever lists. I know how many lists you're on. It's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I deserve every one of them, and none of them are illegal. Um, so, um, I think, yeah, you know what? It is prime time right now. Bring in our lovely sponsors. We're going to take a break. Um, bring in our cut for our sponsors. We'll see y'all on the other side. Are you having supply chain problems? Anything from manufacturing all the way through distribution of your goods giving you headaches? Call Atticus LS today or visit AtticusLS.com. They've been specializing in third-party solutions, everything, especially warehousing and distribution services for the last 15 years. Go to AtticusLS.com and talk to one of their wonderful representatives today. And we're back. Thank you to our wonderful sponsors. Beautiful, beautiful content Mm -hmm. by those those individuals. Um, Really big fans. So, um, I believe in the break, you said you might have a question for me? Yeah, so... Given how st- how statistically heavy um, the fantasy sports is, what do you think that does? What do you, how have you seen the conversation surrounding sports change? Because traditionally, the the statistics was like a baseball guy's kind of game, right. right? Okay, and has that pushed the statistical discussion more into the basketball and the football and and the hockey? Well, he, here's here's the thing. We're starting to see the, you know, the the transplanting of ideas because you know those those general managers of those teams, um, yeah, the ones who are responsible for the personnel, um, you know, they they do get together, they discuss the tactics that works for them and their sports, and they you know they have fucking meetings and shit like that. Um, 
recently the uh, recently the Philadelphia Eagles GM went around. Uh, he was kind of put. He was a GM once before and was kind of put in a position where he was relegated to the sports equipment uh, fucking closet, right? And, you know, he then, at that point, was sent around to the world and studied under, like, you know, f- f- the fucking football yeah. over in Europe, where mm-hmm. he, uh, soccer, right? Right. Um, yeah, he learned from other GMs. He met with a bunch of them, and he became a better GM in doing so. And he built the team that won the Super Bowl last year. Okay. So, um, you know, basically, the, you know, the football football was probably the first to look at like saber metrics, okay. right? So like yards per down, and then they came up with things like quarterback rating, and they did all sorts of calculated values for shit like that, and uh, it went well. And then they kind of it it didn't really perm. Like, it didn't really permeate into hockey. Hockey just kind of balanced itself out. It was like, hey, by the way, if you keep fresh legs on the ice, it's better than keeping your best guys on the ice. All right. Um, so, you know, that's that's basically how that happened. Basketball, they changed the rules up a little bit, you know? Okay. So, like, the rules now are basically catered to you're going to score as high as you can, and playing defense is fucking useless. Um, yeah. Which is, which is kind of bullshit because... A good defensive game is why people like the college product better because there's better defense because people suck at offense when they're young. Um, okay, I don't know. So it's this weird dichotomy. But baseball recently, so uh, baseball starting to get into like how to pl- how to apply the learned um, analytics to the game. Okay, and I'm gonna go Philly here again because they're a good example of this. The skipper there is called uh, Gabe Kapler. He's, right. he's fucking uh, Muscle Beach City, right? He's like the I, he's like the statue of goddamn David. Okay, he makes the most unconventional bullshit, <clears throat> non traditional baseball calls. Like in baseball, you always want to start your first hitter to be like the the speedy guy. Yeah, who can like just get you a good double, and get a runner in scoring okay. position. All right, as it's called. Uh, he'll right, put that, so he'll put always, that guy um, in the eighth batting spot. Really. He just does whatever the fuck he wants, but based on what the sabermetrics thing says he should do, um, he's won a lot of games with really shit talent doing it. Yeah, in my opinion, so it's kind of fucking working. Yeah, knock knock. Who's there? Disrespect. Disrespect who? Just oh, oh, drinking beers. Hey man, that's what we do yeah. here, on, here on NSL. Yeah, you, man. I nerd out about good beers, and my favorite is probably. My go-to is always going to be. Uh, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna stop because they can they can be like no. We don't want to sponsor your product. Oh. I know, right? People acting the fool, man. It's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, the brewery. All right. I think I might know what which one you're talking about. America's oldest. All right. Well, yep. then, you know. Yep. Facts. Facts. Email us with uh, with the answer to that, and maybe we'll throw a discount your way or something. Or send you a, a goddamn coffee bug or some piece of shit yeah. that you don't want in, in your house. <laughs> Especially gonna, if you don't gonna want We're going to send it, it to you. Just, yeah. If you hit us up, we're fucking sending you oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. You're going to get stuff. Right you're not your, even going right to like it. Right in your mailbox. We're going to jam it so far in your mailbox, you're not even going to know what to do with yourself. It's like that those mystery boxes people were getting off the dark web. Oh. Wait, that was happening. Oh, that was legit happening. There were like <laughs> YouTube videos. Where was mine? 
I don't know, dude. Uh, well, you're you're uh, the one who stopped using Tor for some reason. Well, actually, I never fucked with the dark web. No, no, not at all. Oh well, officially on the record, no. All right, <laughs> officially on the record, no. <laughs> Sounds like a plan, man. Definitely not. Never. I don't even know what you're talking about with, with yeah, what, what is. I don't even what know is what, is what the dark, what is a net, tour? Yeah. What like is tore a tour? my pants open? Yeah, like, like a tour, like a like a on a like, fucking podcast, a, like a brand of law, lawnmower. A brand, uh, tor, a Toro, a brand of lawnmower, or um, you know, a self pleasuring toy, perhaps. I, I don't know. I wouldn't know about. I don't that. know. I don't know the brands <laughs> in that in that category. Of course not. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in to. You know, S O one E O one. Yeah, that sounds really awkward when you say it out loud. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just season one, episode one. Yeah. What the fuck. <laughs> we are your hosts. I'm Steven. And I'm Melvin Tellers. And uh we'll see y'all next week. Peace, bitches. Peace.